I noticed I was training the body. I would lift, I'd run, I, I'd condition, I would train, you know, catching footballs and baseball, I play two sports, hitting the batting cage. But I would have these panic attacks, man. And I didn't know I couldn't control it. And I would get myself worked tied to outcome. So luckily I had mentors years later that taught me, man, you can't just train your body or your craft. You got, you got to train your mind. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know every single week we are bringing you stories of athletes, entertainers, celebrities, entrepreneurs sharing their burn, that fire that lies inside of them that ignites why and purpose that then causes them to take the necessary action to be their very best one day at a time. Now I'm going to have some fun with this one because we are bringing in my friend Colin Henderson, who is my competition. No, I'm just playing. He's not not my competition. That's a little flip. I had to have some fun with that. He's all about mindset. Colin's a performance coach. Colin's an author. Colin works with the same type of clients that I work with. Yet I know from spending time with Colin, each and every single one of you will get better, and I'm going to get better. Because this is the type of opportunity where we are never finished. And so, Colin, I don't know how you feel about this, but we could start here. So many people, they say, well, why would you have Colin Henderson on you? And we've done before. Why don't you guys do the same thing? It doesn't matter. I can learn from you. Maybe I can share some things that'll help you. And it's an iron sharpens iron mentality because if at any point in time, I don't care what industry you're in, you're saying, I've got it all figured out. That's typically the time when you start going the other way. And so I love supporting other performance coaches who are in the same space that I'm in because I think we can all get better together. I know master your mindset is what you're all about. So Colin, what what are your thoughts? Let me throw you in the fire here. I I know because you you jumped on it right when I said it. You don't believe there's competition either. I know you're an abundant guy. Share your perspective there. Yeah, so this is my thought. My personal mission statement, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. My personal mission statement for Mastering Mindset, it it goes both ways as a a father, as a husband, as as a business owner, is to transform lives and normalize mindset training. If it's me, if it's you, I don't care. I want to be part of this new wave of we're going to normalize training the mind. As a, as a college student athlete playing two sports, I noticed I was training the body. I would lift, I'd run, I'd condition. I would train, you know, catching footballs and baseball, I'd play two sports, hitting the batting cage. But I would have these panic attacks, man. And I didn't know I couldn't control it. And I would get myself more tied to outcome. So luckily I had mentors years later that taught me, man, you can't just train your body or your craft. You got, you got to train your mind. And business and sales, selling to doctors and hospitals, it's no different. Business is the ultimate sport. So if you're just training your product, your service, but you're not understanding how to be self-aware, self-talk, mindfulness, how to serve others, gratitude, this phrasing process over outcome. And, and like you talk about, Ben, POCs, getting your, your, your daily work in, dude, that is everything. See, and that, that to me, right, it's, it's the similarity. It's knowing that there's actually a compound effect of you, other friends of ours that do this same work. We all need to stay active. We all need to support and help each other because I, I would argue that what holds most people back who are watching right now, what holds me back if I feel that I'm off is self-talk that then leads to a lack of discipline. And so can you, can you speak to that with yeah. all your work on mindset, yeah. how important it is to limit self-talk? 
Well, that's perfect. Well, I like to ask performers, what percent of human thoughts are negative? The answer is 80%. So the untrained mind, four out of five thoughts are negative. So that's really one of the first steps I do is to be self-aware, recognize when that inner critic, what's these old stories that you're, that you're telling yourself. And this, this wiring of our brain is not shaped by from positive things, Ben. It's shaped from what I call trauma, drama, daddy, and mama. This conditioning is more from your failures. Your brain is like Velcro to mistakes, getting, getting feedback that's bad. When you, when, you, when you fail, you're holding on to these, these emotions. And what I teach people is the brain thinks in four dimensions. The first dimension are words. The second is these words create pictures. These pictures create the third dimension, which is your emotional state. These emotions turn into, into actions. So if we can if we can alter that thought cascade from the start and have language that's, hey, I am built for this. I can do difficult things. You focus on what you want, not what you don't want. That's going to give you the, the best chance. But if it's negative, you're done. I mean, I, I, I thought of like even speeches I've given or, um, you know, as a, as a college student athlete, if you're saying don't mess up, don't screw up, your brain is going to do this, this thought cascade where your thoughts become physical. Oh, one of the things I love is that your thoughts have turned into action. And I think with all the fears, the doubts, the uncertainties that people are going through right now, whether it's COVID, whether it's a personal situation, whether something's going on at work, there's so many things that hold us back. You've taken a lot of actions. You've learned to control your mind. I know you're the same as me, that we're constantly working on trying to get better and stronger with our mindset. But I know you believe in taking action because you've done it at a very high level from the clients that you work with to the seven books that you've written. Help us understand what was that burn inside of you? What was that fire inside of you that caused maybe your self-talk, your doubts, your fears to be silenced in order to take the action to begin the process to create this incredible company and impact that you're having on the world? Now, I would say this, you can wager, you've worked with the best performers in the world. I mean, you can't always quiet the thoughts, but you can notice them and then you can redirect. The question I like to say is when you notice a negative thought and this old story you're telling yourself, ask yourself, is this thought true said by who? And have some pre-planned self-talk uh, that you can say to yourself. Um, but my kind of backstory, my burn was, man, my anxiety was so bad, man. I, I, I used to stutter. I had a performance anxiety stuttering problem because I was so worried about messing up. It all started when I was in sixth grade, changed schools, was asked to read out loud in front of this new environment and you're trying to fit in, trying to be like, that's like that sweet spot where you're just trying to fit in. You know, that's so valuable and so important to you. But when you socially embarrass yourself and then, so fear, Ben, as you know, is a physical response to a mental threat. Mm. Palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. I mean, like you've had this internal state change. So I could not make sound. And I was so embarrassed, dude. I was so embarrassed. So my whole thought, you look at um, whether it's sales, whether it's sport, whether it's your marriage, whether it's trying something new, are you running away? Or are you running towards? So, so warriors feel the fear, but they go into battle. Cowards feel the fear and they go, they go the opposite way. So I would avoid any environment where I had to, I had to speak in public a microphone on camera, um, giving a speech. Like I would literally get up out of my seat in the classroom and like run. And Ben, because I avoided this work and didn't ask for help, there's a, a time in my life where I couldn't say my own name. I couldn't answer the phone. I was on a WebEx just like this. They asked me to talk. I couldn't make a sound because my anxiety, I never addressed it. But I know this to be true, man, as you do too. If you do what you fear the most, there's nothing you can't do. Our greatest problem- Say that again. Is, say that again. 
If you do what you fear the most, there's nothing you can't do. Our greatest promise lies within our greatest pain. God put the best in life on those side of fear. If it's not making it uncomfortable, you're not going to grow. Growth and comfort zones cannot coexist. So I avoided that pain, that fear, embarrassment. Bro, when I was 27 years old, I, I went to speech therapy. Like I had to humble myself and then therapy. And then, then I did Toastmasters for three years where that's a club where you practice giving speeches every single week. And my first speech was not good. I just put it like, I just kept showing up, man. Discipline kept showing up. Keep getting better. Keep pounding that stone. As you talked about Kansas State, keep pounding that stone every day. And, and what's awesome is I think you I think your burn and your passion should really come from pain because nature has given us two drivers, pleasure and pain. Most of us just focus on the pleasure and go to that pain point. That is an uncommon driver to overcome. So it's, it's where you find your greatest strength, which then leads to your greatest opportunity. Cause I want to tie this together because there's a lot of people right now. They're sitting on that fence of indecision. They're, they're waiting on that sideline. Do I go into the game? Do I take the action? So whatever challenges you have, listen to what Colin just said. Couldn't speak. Couldn't speak. And then he's a humble guy. But now listen to this client list. Microsoft, Zillow, Nike, Amazon, all the amazing teams that you worked with, work that you've done with Russell Wilson. I mean, it's incredible the resume. He couldn't speak. And so if we, only, if we only listen to our fears and our doubts, how are you ever going to write your story that you were destined to write? So, Colin, I applaud you. It's tremendous. And, and this, is, this is the authenticity and transparency that I love because that's hard to even talk about, right? Which well, it, was, it, it was at first, but this is why I know it be true, man. If you, can well, make your, if, if you can make your mess your message, make your mess your mission and get vulnerable, lead through not, not your successes. I would say, yeah, I've had successes. I've been, you know, national rep of the year multiple times, you know, college athlete, captain, you know, started from two sports. But my resume of failures is way more impressive. And I probably talk about that way more. And, and that, that's where I want to go to next, because there's something that, that people and coaches, we talk about this often, but many people don't understand it or recognize it or know what to do with it. So I know you've been through fear, anxiety, severe depression, and imposter syndrome. Yeah. What is imposter syndrome? Because I think this is one of those things people hear it a lot, but they don't necessarily know what it is and they don't know what to do when they're facing it. So what is imposter syndrome? That's great. Well, first of all, let, let's just normalize it. When you feel like you're an imposter, it feels like I'm not worthy of this. I don't have the education, the background. People are going to find that I'm, I'm a fraud. And it's just plagued with self-talk. This, this lie of being perfect. But what's interesting is look at the research, Ben. Seven out of 10 people suffer from imposter syndrome. Seven out of 10? Yes. Seven out of 10 people suffer from imposter syndrome. So like CEOs, executives, speakers, sales, leaders, they feel like, man, someone's going to find me out. Am I worthy of this moment? Will they find out if I say the wrong thing? Will I get kicked out of this thing? So just remember, four out of five human thoughts are negative. And it's actually normal to feel these things. That's why, you know, I think having a self-talk game plan rooted in truth. So here are three things you can do if you guys are taking notes. Don't, don't just think and ink it. The pen is undefeated. So three ways we can kind of overcome this is write down when you've had success before. Because most likely people have this scoreboard of all their failures and they're reliving, pre-living all their mistakes. So just, just go to truth. 
I have had success. I have done challenging things. I have delivered the message or, or played well in a big game. Number two is to be credible with your self-talk. What type of behaviors, habits, routines to, to you've done to prepare to earn the right to be confident in that moment? Again, that's going to truth. I prepare for this. I've been here before. Now, I love the third one is what we call anchor statements. Let's just pick three phrases that you're going to memorize. You can also call this your focus keys. Let's get away from then what I call stinking thinking and get to shrinking thinking. This is called thought replacement. You, you want to focus on one thought at a time. So if you have this anchor like, like a ship, it's going to anchor yourself to be, be in this moment right here, right now. If you don't have a self-talk game plan, your negativity and self-doubt and negative self-talk is going to drift you away just like wind or the waves. So for me, I say I am authentic, I am present, I'm courageous. So whatever you're doing in, in your profession or craft, pick some traits that you want to emulate and go to this. Now I have to ask people, man, do you have a junk drawer in your house? People like, yeah. Well, when you, you go to that junk drawer looking for a pen, scissors, tape, and you can't find, you get all frustrated. That's our brain. It's not organized. And storing all of these past mistakes and failures. So we need to organize that brain and have clarity. When you need confidence, I tell people the number one source of, of confidence is not only just your preparation, but how you speak to yourself. Thoughts become things. I've had success before. I have put in the work. These are my anchor statements. So your most recent book, I think this is a, a great segue, Quiet Mind, which is available on Amazon, other online retailers, and, and we'll definitely drop a link so that people can pick up a copy of the book. But tell us the importance of Quiet Mind, which ties right into everything that you just said, the organization, understanding the mind, understanding action, understanding discipline. Tell us a little bit about Quiet Mind. Yeah, so, so Quiet Mind was birthed from a, a pro manager of baseball team reached out to me and like, Colin, I got two guys that have the uh, yips. Like they, they can't throw the baseball. One's a coach, one's a player. Can you help us? I say, well, I can't solve this problem via, via text message. So we got we to gotta put together a program, just like getting your body fit, just like eating right. Let's have a plan that we do every day. This is called mental conditioning, prehab. So I, I design a lot of the things I teach because I have empathy because I used to stutter. I used to have the yips speaking. So a lot of it, number one is, Ben, we have to be self-aware. What are some old negative thoughts or some old experience that we keep playing in our mind? And I think the other thing is my most favorite skills to teach is the power of perspective. I, I love these five words, man. Master these five words. It'll change your life. I'm not defined by this. And then just like, just like you would in a laptop that's open desktop, and you have all these tabs openings. You got you to close those out and the best focus on less, not more. So if we can shrink what we focus on and have some focus keys, have some um, core values. Like, and you have three, man. You shared one's legacy. Um, one, let me try to remember. One is discipline. What was the third one? Mental toughness. Mental toughness. So you've taken a step back and, and pinpointed, just like I could joke, man, I used to look at this, this magazine called East Bay. Remember the old school? This is pre-Amazon oh, sure. pre and Dick Sporting Goods. Well, you would look at that Eastman magazine, you would pick the gear you wanted. Well, take a step back and evaluate what's the best version of me. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be high effort. I'm going to be a great teammate. I'm going to serve. And don't evaluate outcomes, which we can't control. Control what you can control and, and pick some values. Other thing that every performer needs is a routine. 
to be process focused. Focus on the root, not the fruit. Those are just a few. We don't have a ton of time to go through all of them, but those are my a few keys. And also, just knowing that you know you're going to make a mistake is failure a devastation or an education. Just not to get your worth, uh, you know, um, all 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 tied to that. So. How can everybody stay connected with you? We already told them to go pick up a copy of Quiet Mind. We'll get the link in there. What's the best way for people to stay connected with you, Colin? Well, the best way is to go to Instagram, at Colin Henderson, Colin, uh, Colin with, with two L's. I love it. Well, uh, I always enjoy following you, and uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the work that you do. And I hope for others that are out there that are in this space, we have to continue to support each other because there are so many individuals and we're two of those individuals that are still working and trying to figure out what it truly means to be our very best. And I've always found, and I appreciate you sharing yours, that by connecting to that burn every single day, that's how you ignite that why and that purpose, which then leads to that necessary action. Colin, thank you so much for joining us. Ben, you're awesome, man. Thank you. Everybody continue one time per week, just come here and hang with us. And then share this episode with somebody who needs to hear those three points that you'll find in Quiet Mind. Maybe it's one of Colin's other answers. Share this with one person who needs it. Because if we continue to share messages to help others, that's how we're going to be able to continue to fight to make a difference together. We appreciate every single one of you. Let's continue to fight the good fight and stay connected to that bird. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.